Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Wedgehead Pinball Podcast. I am Alan, host of the Wedgehead Pinball Podcast and one half owner of the Portland Pinball Bar Wedgehead, of which the podcast is named. This week, we're doing a special episode, a series where we invite a guest on. We call it Die on This Hill, and the series entails the guest having to defend a game that is quote unquote bad, but that they unironically love. I'm joined by my co-host, Alex, the water boy. Yeah, happy to be here again with our friend Jess Donardo down in Houston, Texas. Jess, what game are you going to defend for us today? Meow, meow, meow. Bad cat. <laughs> yes. You won bad cat. Meow, 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 meow. So Bad Cats is a game made by Williams in 1989. It's a part of the groundbreaking System 11 games. That's what we refer to as the board set. It's the first kind of series of games that really had everything that modern pinball still has. Like It's everything you need, and it, this is it. Yeah, you don't need anything more than a System 11. The System 11s included games like Whirlwind, or Taxi. High Speed, F14, Roller Games. That should be a die on this hill game at some point. Yeah. Roller Games kicks ass. So this is a System 11 game, but it's not as quite as well regarded as the other System 11 games. Unfortunately, it was designed by pinball legend Barry Ausler with Python Angelo's art package and overall theme vision was Python's <laughs> as well. And sound by Dan Forden. It currently ranks number 179 in the Pinside Top 100 list. And I have a couple fun facts for the games before we get started. Programmer Ed Suchaki, I hope I said that name right, shares this story about Bad Cats. He says, Dan Forden and I had several discussions about the music and sound effects for the game. At the time, I was a fan of the band Alice Cooper. I felt the game would be right with the music style to their tune, Gutter Cat versus the Jets. There's a section that has that West Side Story feel to it, and I thought that it would be great in the game. Dan went and created a version of the theme for the game. The flavor of this inspiration could be heard during the activation of the spinning of the playfield wheel, as well as some other shots on the game. Interesting. And then Mark Ritchie told us, who we covered in our second episode, Mark Ritchie said that he had a slight role as a singer for the audio track in the seafood segment. So he's one of the people that has... <laughs> the call-outs, the seafood call-outs, so good. So good. So you, one of the voices in there is one Mark Ritchie. Amazing. I'm pretty sure it's the yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so now I want to cede the floor to our guest, Jessica, and I want you to tell us why Bad Cats is a great game. Okay. First of all, I have to, to give people a little background because when we were talking about this, the very first game I thought of was Rogo, but nobody knows mm. what Rogo is. When you said, let's do Bad Cats, I said, no one thinks Bad Cats yes, is a bad that's... game. Bad Cats is a wonderful game. That's a common theme, I feel like, with so these games. That a lot me. of us are like, wait, this game I love? Other people don't love it? That's why I brought it up to you, mm -hmm. Jessica, because I know you love this game so much. Like, so much. Like, you don't just like that you love this game. So I was like, why don't you do Bad Cats? Yeah. I love this game. I don't know what there is to not love about this game. So I finally got a Bad Cats. I own a Bad Cats. Lucky woman. Yes. Thank you very much to my friend Joe, who let me talk him into selling nice. it to me after Allentown when you're, you introed it. And it's like, it's designed by Barry. Barry's games are incredible classics. Like, you look at his catalog of machines, and his work is just amazing. It's super fun. And then you have Python's bizarre, outlandish, wonderful, like, full-on visions. 
for the art packages of yeah. games. You look at it from above and you're just like, this is an entire world, genuinely a yes. world. Yes. Like, it's all in here. So the game is gorgeous. It's funny. It's ridiculous. It has that animated backlash. So with, good. There's oh, the woman so with good. the broom and the cat. And it's just, there are so many great little details. Like, you look around and you look at this art. The art pops. The art is crazy. There, you always find something new to look at. It's heavily detailed. Yeah, a lot of Python's games are. Python's got a... I like Python art packages most They're of the time. off-putting to me, but Some very of them. captivating. They are very captivating. <laughs> what do you say the theme is of this game, Jessica? Yeah, for those that aren't aware, what's the theme of Bad Cats? I would say that it is felines behaving in a manner unbecoming. <laughs> that is a great explanation. <laughs> yeah, it's that's exactly it. Okay, so tell us tell us more about Bad Cats. Why do you love it so much? It's Bad Cats just sticks in your head and it makes you want to play it again. It's a game that you want to play with friends. It's not necessarily the game that you like want to put in your tournament because people who are very tournament focused aren't necessarily in love with the game. I know because of score imbalances or whatever, but I think someone came out with a like an updated code version that makes it better for tournaments. Oh, interesting. Because people do actually like it and want to be able to play it in that way. Like the callouts, I had friends who had never played it before when I got it who came by who recorded some of the like sound callouts and stuff to put on their phone for like ringtone. They're just like, this is great. The, the whole package, people are just like, what is this? So there are a lot of novelty things like you have the cat who's like fishing and there's a spinning wheel that has all the different fish that he can catch which is basically like extra ball or points or bonus or whatever. So you have these things. You have a dog house that you can get the ball into and you can collect stuff. There's like a trash can that you can empty for points <laughs> or things like that. Or if it's already empty, it's kind of like, oh, well, the center ramp is fully repeatable. It's like a very satisfying shot to hit over and over again. And every time you hit it up until a certain point value, it goes Meow, meow, meow. It's true. It's incredible. And you cannot stop. It's so good. And then it sticks in your head. You can't stop saying it. Like any of the callouts, you're just repeating <laughs> nonstop. It's a game that you can just like hang around, have a couple drinks, have a lot of laugh with friends playing this game. I don't know. I don't get tired of it. Like I understand there are some very repeatable things in there, but they make them so that they're satisfying to do. 100%. I mean, I just would keep playing the game for the sounds alone. It's just amazing sound yeah. package on it. And I think you're right. And it just sticks with everybody. Everybody that plays it thinks it's hilarious. It's great. Yeah, I think it brings joy to people. It's easy if you focus on a robot brain of like the scoring's imbalanced. That's true. However, man, it's fun to fucking play. Like it really is fun to play. Yeah. And some people will be like, oh, the sound callouts are annoying. The sound callouts are amazing. <laughs> like they like yes they, are. yes, they do have that devilish, like they will stick in your head for the rest of your life. Like you will go to your grave hearing these callouts. <laughs> but I I just and I love Python has this thing where like almost every character on the game is a cat. And they're all different types of cats. And each cat looks like its own unique character. Yeah. Like they don't just look like a guy that drew a bunch of cats the same way and then just made them different colors. Like their facial features are different. They have personalities. If you've not seen the game, some of them are realistic cats. Some of them are 
realistic cats wearing clothes. Some of them are anthropomorphic cats, like you would see in like the musical cats. A huge variety. Yes, the musical cats. That's what it seems like, especially that rewind. Those weird looking human cat. There's the one. Hybrids. There's the human cat down by the right flipper that is naked except for the boots, and somehow. When you put an animal in boots, but nothing else, it makes them look extra naked to me. Like when I put my dogs in boots, <laughs> yeah. and it just kills me. I'm like, every time I see it, I'm like, what the hell, man? Like the game, it's fun to play, but it's fun to just look at. Like it's genuinely, it, like I said, it's very captivating. You're like, what? the art package is unreal. It's a good example. I don't think a p good pinball machine needs to be like pretty by any means. Some good games are beautiful. Like Jess, I know you have a Stargazer and something. I mean, maybe that's, <laughs> I'm yeah. biased towards that game, but I'm like, that's a really good looking art package. It is very thematic and everything. You're like, that looks good as a piece of art. Bad Cats, not really a piece of art, but it's like something I want to look at more. It's great. I mean, it is a piece of art though. I, I love the like, what I love is yeah. the inserts of the cat's eyes like above the flippers in, oh, in between. Yeah. It's like, yes, in the middle of the three cats. Like, multipliers, like bonus multipliers, but all the inserts yeah. are like their eyes. There's and so there's like three of them yes. kind of crowded. Around. It's just everything's insane, man. When you look at it, like I'm just looking at a picture of the playfield now, and like the amount of inserts and like the different levels of the playfield and just the amount of stuff jammed in there. Really good use of inserts, really all around. Oh yeah, that was Python's big thing. Apparently, he uh, gotten some some pretty heated fights later on at Capcom and before it kind of led to his end at Williams. Was like he just didn't want to like compromise his artistic vision and so like he wanted them to like spend the money for tooling to make custom shape inserts and yeah, pinball right. companies like what are you out of your mind like these things cost us pennies to make now we're not going to spend tens of thousands of dollars to get new tooling made to make <laughs> different shapes to do the same thing but right? he's an artist man python's an artist we talk about him a lot on this podcast because a lot of his games come up in this segment for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> we do talk about Python a we lot. We do talk about Python a lot, and we need to do a whole episode on him because he deserves better. And he does have some games that are really well-regarded as well. It's not just games that would qualify for this segment. But unfortunately, the, the reason why you're here having to defend this game is there are people on the internet that disagree. And I found some of those reviews, and I'm going to read them to you, and I want to hear your reactions, okay? Okay. <laughs> My worldview is about to be rough. I don't want this to change you. Never change. <laughs> yeah, like You love bad cats. Wrong. Bad cats kicks ass. Nothing could change my love for bad cats. I'm just going to be the cat in the boxing gloves and all of the inside people will be exactly. the Exactly. All right, so the first one I have, Deputy Drain says, there are some fun shots to be had here, but the sound effects are so jarring. It's not a lie if you believe it. So he hates the sound effects. He said jarring. some shots are fun to be had. And the sound effects are jarring. And you're like, what happened to you? What was so, what jarred you? <laughs> what cat related trauma? What did it deliver that wasn't promised? Yeah, I think it over delivers. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what he's saying is it. like, it's too much, too many cats behaving unbecoming or whatever Jessica said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty jazzy soundtrack. I don't know how you consider that to jarring. Yeah, the songs are fantastic. Like Dan Forden. Oh, yeah. What's the seafood tune that it, it goes like seafood or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes seafood. It's... Yeah. And I think that's, that's the Mark Richie part. Yeah. Thing, yeah. So good. Man, that shit just, yeah, that game just kills me every time I play He's it. He's an amazing human, by the way. <laughs> Mark Richie? Yeah. Have to throw a little Mark Lodden. Yeah, we got to hang out with him at 
Texas Pinball Fest, and he was so cool. But for the listeners, if you haven't already listened, listen to our episode number two. We cover Mark Ritchie in detail. I'm going to keep going with these. The second one is a user named One Taste, and they said, I was shocked to see Barry Ausler design this one-dimensional game. Well, the jerk store called. They're running out of you. One taste, or like no taste. Damn. <laughs> Amen. Told him. <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right. Chris Whitey says, Classic System 11 game, but not on par with Diner, Taxi, or Whirlwind, in my humble opinion. Sounds and music don't do it any favors, even for 1989. Tough to find a nice one, just like all System 11s. The game seems to have its niche following, but the pinside ranking pretty much says it all this time. You know, we're living in a society. <laughs> we're supposed to act in a civilized way. You know, when you let rankings of other people sway your rankings of things. But also, when you're talking about, okay, the guy ordering uh, a hot dog and an iced tea and diner is a better sound call out than <laughs> bad cats. I don't, I don't understand. Are these all dog people? <laughs> Cat haters. Yeah, it's possible. Very possible. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that the diner call outs haven't aged well. They're pretty casually and not so casually racist. <sighs> But yeah, right. I think that's a that's a really fun um, game, Mark Ritchie design game. But I want to put it right next to my champions pub. It was common in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was par for the course. Okay, but I will. I mean, Taxi does like when you have Penbot going Taxi, 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 in like his very monotone, mm. cute voice, and then and then Gorby with like the yeah. weird. I'm like, okay, there's there's a lot happening here, <laughs> but it's great, and you love it, and. You, that sticks in your head, He's too. describing Taxi and Whirlwind. Yeah, those games are excellent. Like, stone-cold, grade-A classics. Like that's yeah, kind of an insane thing. To and so like, if yeah. he's comparing it to that and he goes, well, not on par with those, okay, that doesn't mean it's bad. Like, if it's not, if you don't think it's on par, it still could be a good game. All right, next up we have Caucasian Two-Step. He shows up on this show a lot. He's rated more games than anyone on Pinside. I think he's rated over 1,000. And he's not <laughs> afraid to say it like he thinks it is. But he lists a series of pros and cons, and he starts off by saying, Bad Cats is a better game than Police Force. However, most games are better than Police Force. <laughs> another Python game, another crazy art package. But he says the pros. Artwork is great. The fish bonus is a cool buildup shot in combination with 10x scoring can be big points. Fish bonus kicker across the top. Of the playfield into the bumpers is nicely done. The left ramp is a premonition of Bram Stoker's Dracula all the way around the playfield. This game has lots of character and the theme is incredibly well implemented. The back glass animation is hilarious. Find the butterfly tattoo on the woman in the kitchen for extra bonus pinball culture points. The cons. What is it with Ausler Python and their rule sets from this era? It's a two and a half shot game. Fish bonus is often more valuable than the jackpot. Bad cats can take time to spell, and the drop targets are dangerous with the Ausler trademark outlanes. Left ramp, five shots for two million? At least it's not a complete game eraser like Police Force. Oh, wait. The 20 million point shot on the last ball. I completely forgot about that feature of the game. <laughs> Maybe I meant to do that? At the same time, who forgot the multi-ball in this game? The takeaway. A fun game for the kiddies, but not a player's game. This game was formerly in the collection for the girlfriend. Meow, 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 meow. She loved it. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. <laughs> so what do you think about that review, Jess? 
I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. It sounded like very positive. He starts off positive. Part. He starts off saying he loves the art package. He likes the fish yeah. bonus is a cool build-up shot. And he thinks the theme has lots of character and is well implemented. And he loves the backlash yeah, animation. The, the left ramp. Yes. Left ramp is great. I mean, it's not like it's not a score stealer at the end. And everyone has a chance to get the 20 mil. You know, it's not like only one person can do it. Everyone yeah. has a shot at it. It's like Billionaire's Club and yeah, Bride. Yeah, it's true. You all have a chance to get there. If it's the same for every player, it's not like a. It's not like one of those. It's not like a mystery award that's going to break mystery award or progressive jackpot because they were doing progressive jackpots on these on oh, this era of System so Eleven. That's like my gripe against like taxi and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can you can change the settings and it you should does. change them. <laughs> yeah, because by default it does have a bonus that builds and carries over between mm-hmm. games. So you can walk up to it, which actually I've seen at Finberg, like people looking at values that are on games to choose player order. Oh, wow. Yeah. So everyone has a chance at the 20. So that, you know, ball three, if you can keep hitting that left ramp, you can do it. So this guy just needs to play better. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to go on. (laughs) I, I mean, yeah. I agree. With something like that, like that doesn't feel like that's not like a scoring exploit or anything. I it's think it just, just makes like, it one note. I, I think it's like, you're like, oh, so the other stuff isn't worth doing. Yeah, but that's just like when we played Gilligan's and it felt that way. The first game where only one of us hit that whatever. I can't remember any Gilligan's link. Kona. Oh, the Kona. Yeah. yeah. So we got that Kona jackpot, right? And you're like, <laughs> Zoe's listening and is so disappointed in you. And then the next game, we both got Kona jackpots and you're like, uh-oh, looks like all the other shit did matter. Yeah, it's kind of funny because it's like that's the thing when you can both do it, then suddenly you're like, game. Yeah, it doesn't lock you out. It doesn't lock you out from doing it, and it's yeah, all or nothing. So what? Hit the Mm -hmm. shot. All right, 1984 kid says, well, to sum it up, Bad Cats is too open of a play field with not much going on. Rules seem dull with nothing that make me want to come back. The best feature is the animated backlash. I could drop you like a bag of dirt. More bad cats for the rest of us. <laughs> He's not buying one. I, so. It's like, yeah, I don't understand. It's like if you if you don't like something, maybe this is why I don't go on Pentline because I don't understand the basic philosophy is if you don't understand something, no one's forcing you to spend time doing it or playing it or talking about yeah. it. So there are so many other games that he play that I'm sure that he would very much enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, well, you would hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he doesn't enjoy them oh, either. Oh, yeah, I guess it's possible that he just uh, hates There everything. are some pinball enthusiasts out there that seemingly kind of hate everything. Yeah. They're so enthusiastic about a thing yeah. that they hate. They're just very, 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 <laughs> very selective about the thing that they supposedly <laughs> love so much. Stranger Things yeah. only. Kronos says, one word to describe this game, average. He says, art, probably the best thing about this machine a little busy but cute, and I felt it was decently done. The backlash has a variety of light-ups, flashers, and even a whimsical animation of a woman hitting a cat with her broom. It's so good. It says, audio, <laughs> average. The tunes wear on you, and they're annoying <laughs> before long. There's not a lot of variety in the sound, and the sound's almost like a harpsichord. Not a lot of speech at all, but I do like how seafood is melodied <laughs> when making that target. Yeah. <laughs> Slayfield, he says, fair at best. The artwork is interwoven decently into the game, but nothing spectacular about the lighting. A couple of decent ramps, 
and something much like a Gottlieb Berry target, although not nearly as cool. On the unique side, there's a doghouse and a mystery wheel, which is a roulette type wheel, and therefore not all that unique after all. Gameplay. <laughs> For the few willing to give this a try, despite its cutesy theme, it will get old quick. There's just not much here, and what is here has all been done before. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't like that one. Huh. I just like that he's like trying to say like for the few willing to give it a try despite the theme and you're like buddy you're you're not getting this you're not getting this people the best. love cats yeah. Yeah, like he's <laughs> the best part yeah again i'm just always blown away by the pin side guys that are like theme sucks game sucks yeah and you're like what well, the theme doesn't suck no like the theme that's just hilarious i i wish we got more games like this now to oh. be honest, I wish. Yeah, man. I wish we could get a game where the theme is like cats behaving unbecomingly. Like, yeah, I it, want that. If someone made bad dogs instead <laughs> of like Avengers, and that's not a slight, just like instead of one of the things that you know we've have multiple versions of. Yeah, I want bad yeah. dogs. And I will Do say it. that there are companies that make the boutique games, and they go unlicensed theme, but they just no one's quite got it. They don't have a Python there. They don't have somebody that's like, we're going to make this overall vision that you need. It's like there's something missing that used to happen at Bally Williams, especially cocaine. Yeah. Well, there's also a freedom. I think it was like it must have been like Larry DeMar or somebody there that was like just Python. Python's like the secret sauce there. No, but there's there's more of them, too. (laughs) There's other games that aren't Python games like Whitewater. Yeah, that's very true. Like Medieval Madness and stuff. Yeah, it's like like, that's such a good overall package like comedy. It's like it doesn't feel dated even since it came out. It's kind of a timeless game. And yeah, I don't know. We don't get that with original themes now. So it's funny to see someone hating on it. Yeah, dude. I love I think the theme's awesome and the art's awesome. So I think it's insane to call the sound average. Yeah, I would rather they say it's shit because it's like annoying or something than say average. Nothing about the sound package is average. He also says the playfield art is average. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? The playfield art is insane. Like when people are like, "Oh, it's busy." I was like, "You've never seen a Python game." Yeah, have you? that's true. Like if, <laughs> for a Python game, it's restrained. Yeah, it's, it's like really very minimal <laughs> and like no lighting. It's like it's just funny to hear. It just shows like the different perspectives of some people because it's like we're sitting there going off on how incredible the insert is, like work is on it, and yeah. this guy's like boring lighting, and you're like, "Well, what the fuck were you expecting?" There's no RGB. I was gonna say it doesn't have RGB LEDs. It looks so awkward next to my Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy must just not like cats. I got two more left. So MJ Style okay. Four says a simple pinball game with a stupid concept was one of the worst games Williams ever made in the '80s. So please, a little respect, for I am Costanza, Lord of the Idiots. <laughs> Wow. Whoa. I mean, that's a major the statement whole 80s, right there. Like the early 80s, they made a lot of games that weren't that good. They made some shit, man. Like I think really Steve Ritchie was making the only good games there for a time in the early 80s. Dude, I'm a Ritchie, I'm a big Ritchie fan. Yeah. But Bad Cats is better than a lot of Ritchie games. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I mean Barry Owsler is better than Ritchie in a lot of ways, man. You know you hurt the Maestro's feelings. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is getting off track here. This is getting off track. 
I was going to say, is this the final episode? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the last episode of the Wedgehead Pinball Podcast. <laughs> no, I love Barry Ausler, and we're going to do a whole episode on him at some point, just because he's he's a friggin' legend that's made some amazing games. Some of the best. I love Barry. The final review I have, this person's username is, can't have too many pins, but then they say this. Unless yeah, they're bad says, cats. Bad cats equals bad game. Has to be the worst Williams game I have ever played. Obnoxious, <laughs> foolish, not challenging, or fun. Backglass animation is ridiculous. Hard to believe it came from <laughs> Ausler Angelo. They must have really run out of ideas and stretched hard for this one. Lame, dumb, and stupid are adjectives that come to mind most readily. Makes you want to go play Gottlieb games of that era which suck too, but not nearly as bad as bad cats. Art bad, gameplay bad, execution bad, seafood bad. That was a hit piece. Wow. You're saying you want a piece of me? When you started that review, I was instantly transported to like the Marty DeBerge reading Spinal Tap reviews oh, yes. to them. The review you had on Shark Sandwich, which was merely a two-word review just said shit sandwich the first line i was like this is what this feels like <laughs> oh what's the other one he's like the gospel according to spinal tap this pretentious ponderous collection of religious rock psalms is enough to prompt the question what day did the lord create spinal tap and couldn't he have rested on that day too i heard that one uh, good one that's a good one Oh, so yeah. good. Dude, I love I, the... We had that... We run into that with a lot of these Die on this Hill reviews or whatever. When people work the work the title into like a shitty pun to slam the game. Oh, yeah. It's always funny to me. <laughs> and that's the thing with a lot of these reviews. I like people being outspoken about games and having feelings. And like, hopefully that comes across in this. Like, <laughs> yeah. you get a kick out of this stuff. We're not trying to hate on people with their feelings. And I think bad cats equals bad games is about as good <laughs> as the shit gets. Well, it's like when we did No Fear and he, somebody said No Fear equals no fun. Yeah, you're like, no it's fun. So Every time I'm like, oh yeah, that's the shit. Like, uh, yeah. I love it. I mean, there wouldn't <laughs> I'm surprised there was only one person. I'm, I'm it's not, true. Yeah. You know? I, no you one know. else was that clever. Yeah. Well, and when he says that the backlash, like the animated part of the backlash is ridiculous, yeah, it is, but that's yeah. wonderful. I think it's ridiculous. Like, why is a, ridiculous a bad thing? It's not ridiculous. Thing? It's a realistic Everyone scenario. Everyone needs to stop taking it so seriously. I'm always smacking cats with brooms. Yeah. Sometimes, especially when they're acting unbecomingly, you have to smack them with a the broom. <laughs> they don't They don't listen. When those cats act up, man, there's nothing worse. <laughs> Someone might need to tell these guys that pinball is a God, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. Why do we have to live in a world without whimsy and fanciful worlds where cats rule the Maybe world? Maybe these guys just grew up in, you know, Puritan households and they just can't stand the sight of a cat being bad. But it's like, do these guys want, they want barbed wire? They want like Pamela Anderson? Like, <laughs> you know, like. Okay, but barbed wire is pretty oh, great. Oh, we got to bring back for episode. that one. Yeah. <laughs> we got to bring you for that one. <laughs> We need more of those system three or whatever. System three Gottliebs, yeah. Gottliebs on Die on This Hill because that shit is so, like, there's so much going on in those games. They're so hated. We need more people to defend them. I want to do. Let's talk about it. I love Jim Belsito is the reason I ever got to play Barbed Wire. 
and he had run a location and I was like, holy <laughs> shit, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, no, all day. Okay, okay. Maybe we'll, System we'll... 3 episode down the pipe at some point. Yes, that's a good idea. We should add that. And we'll pencil you in to defend barbed wire if you want in the future. Okay. Because that, that'll be a hoot. I have a system I have a system three game that I want to defend. Uh, we won't mention yeah. it here. We'll mention it off the air, but it's something I want to do. And it's a game that I love. But I do want to end this by thanking everyone listening once again to the Wedgehead Pinball Podcast. I want to thank Alex, my co-host. I want to thank Jessica Donardo, our guest, for coming on and defending bad cats. If you're listening to this and you can find a bad cats near you, go play it and make up your own mind. We all think it's a pretty fun game. Jessica, it's one of her favorite games. And use the pinball map and try to go find one and play it. Or the next time you're at a show, put some time on bad cats. You will not forget the sound. You will not forget the sound and music on this game. I promise you that. And make up your own mind. If you've never played before or you haven't played in a while, give it another chance. But for everyone listening, until next time, good luck. Don't suck. Don't suck.